1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. 33! The Chicago Bears in the Green Bay. Packers and uh, Spenworth coming in here real quick. He's asking if we have any running back insights situation to Miami. We're going to get to that game real soon, actually. So stay tuned more for that. Uh, let's talk about the. Uh, I'm sorry, got me all screwed up. Let's talk about the Bears and the Green Bay Packers. Chicago is actually the favorite at it's, and it's minus one, it's basically a pickup. The Chicago. Bears are the favorite over the Green Bay Packers. That's where these people are at right now. I have to bring Chase in on this conversation. The overrunners are 43, so we're not expecting a whole lot of points either way. Uh, but <laughs> first of all, here, I'm going to help you out before you even get on your tirade because I am taking the Green Bay Packers to win this game outright number one. So I have you on that one, the underdog. Where are you at on this game, sir?
3: I, I don't think that, and I... I really don't think I'm being a homer call here. I don't think everything's going to be as doom and gloom in Green Bay as everybody kind of, I think, assumes that it's going to be. Um, I think they've got a ton of great young weapons. Yes, they're young weapons, but, I mean, we we saw Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. We, we know that they've been in the league for a year. They're the old men in the room almost now. But, uh, you know, Jordan Love seems to have connections with these guys. He's, you know, he's looked like he can be a playmaker in the preseason here. And I think he's done the right things for, in terms of leading this team. I don't think that offense is going to be the problem. I think like always, we're going to be wondering if that defense can finally live up to the billing of having 800% of their, you know, of their players are first round draft picks. They just, it's ridiculous how many first round, how much first round talent is on this defense without the, seeing the results that they haven't seen. Um, but I, I just I don't think that it's going to be as doom and gloom as everybody says. I think that it'll be interesting to see. I do have Detroit and, and Minnesota ahead of them in this division, but I, I don't I don't necessarily think that you know that Aaron Jones well. Aaron Jones isn't going anywhere. I don't think Aaron Rodgers being gone from this team is necessarily going to kill them as much as as the the national pundits seem to think right now.
2: Yeah, I'm totally with you on that one. Chris and I talked about this last week with Chaz Filardi from Sports Betting Weekly when we threw some shekels on the Packers uh, to potentially win a division at plus 400 because it's stupid that they actually have the least odds right now in that division to win it. absolutely insane to me. Justin Fields, of course, you're going to play him. I got him ranked at seven though, ECR at 5. The Packers, only 7th in fantasy points allowed. 5th and only passing yards allowed. Here's the key, though, and this is why you know Fields should still go off the chain. They gave up the seven most rushing yards to the quarterback last season. And that's the big key, big key when it comes to Justin Fields there. Chris, is he a top five guy, or you have him more like seven or eight where I got him?
1: I mean, I think you're kind of you know picking picking through hairs right there. I'm not I think a top five definitely a potential. I think you know overall this game. I'm going to go the over, Dan. I'm surprised this is so low scoring. I think you know this Green Bay defense, as Chase alluded to, has a lot of Jeff capital spent on it, but it hasn't really overly produced. And they are terrible versus mobile quarterbacks, and they have been for decades now. Um, I can still remember Colin Kaepernick running wild on that team in the playoffs. So they haven't really changed their scheme either, because they continue to run the same scheme for the last decade. Um, And I think that it can definitely be an issue for this team in general. So Justin Fields, to me, has a safe floor. I don't love the ceiling as much in this game um, because I think both these teams tend to have a slower pace. But we did see Chicago roll off about, you know, five or six straight games with 30 points or more to end the season. So I think this is a game that could be higher scoring. Justin Fields is a guy that I wouldn't mind having in my lineup. So I don't know if it's top five, top six, top seven, but it's definitely a guy you're going to play.
2: Well, yeah, and as far as the over in the game, you, you may not be wrong. A, a lot of the excitement is on the offensive side of the ball for both these teams. What about Jordan Love? I mean, he's not going to start in your redraft leagues this week, of course, but his player prop, 209.5 passing yards against Chicago, who gave up the who gave up the uh, the 10th most passing yards allowed to the quarterbacks last year. Uh, I don't know what Jordan Love is yet. I'm not necessarily on the side of I think Jordan Love is actually good, but... With Christian Watson, and you know, we'll have to see about Romeo Dobbs and his availability, but I guess the Chicago team, I think he's going to throw the ball more than 209 yards, don't you, Adam?
0: Yeah, I would probably say so. This is a pretty rough defense. Um, I don't know how confident I am about things all over the place, but that's a pretty low bar.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Chase, let's help me out with the running backs here. Aaron Jones, I actually have him as a top 12 running back. I got him at RB11. Even UCR actually has him at twelve. We love the match against Chicago, that being the big driving force here. His prop at 49 and a half rushing yards. He's actually under that mark for the last five games. Is he gonna go over or under that?
3: That's yeah, that's that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Um I think I think the positive thing in, in favor of the over on that one is the fact that Aaron Jones isn't they they don't run what we would expect the split to be. It's not a thunder and lightning situation where AJ Dillon is the only one that gets carries Aaron Jones does it all. That's his prime value as a running back in, in fantasies that he does do everything and can do everything. And, and, and we, we saw last year, I think there was an expectation last year that we were going to see much more of that split and Aaron Jones proved that no, this is his backfield and he's the one to own between the two. Um, just because he's such a Jack of all trades, is he going to be, yeah, is he going to get enough carries? Is he going to get enough run to actually approach that number? I mean,
2: yeah, I think yeah. it could go either way, too. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I, this, like, this is not why I'd be great.
3: excited to be laying my, yeah, laying my ticket down for,
2: but I still like him as a low in RB1. But I'm going to oh, ask yeah. you this question while I got you here with AJ Dillon, I have him as RB35. Should the gap be that big between the two? Is Dylan going to prove that he was better than the 4.1 yards of carry last year? That it was just a bad year? Or is Dylan just maybe not as good as we thought?
3: I don't think it's that he's not as good as we thought. I think it's just that he's not getting the, the kind of usage to, you know, to justify being used as anything more than like, yeah, flex consideration right now. The this yeah This hasn't proven to be the kind of, Cleveland Browns backfield we saw a couple years ago, where where we have two, not just startable, but number one type, uh, you know, starting running backs in the same backfield. It hasn't proven that. It's been proven that AJ Dillon is a is a usable piece, but Aaron Jones is a piece that, that 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 you covet. He's one that you go after because he's in that upper tier.
0: Okay, so,
2: all right. I will. We'll still be planting both those guys, especially in Chicago. Chris, speaking of Chicago. It sounds like Roshan Johnson surpassed Donta Foreman on the depth chart. He is expected to be the number two and expected to be the guy on passing downs. What does that do with your Khalil Herbert uh, value? I got him at RB28, so I have him as a flex play at the very least. His Packers team, seventh most rushing yards allowed to the running backs. We know he'll have that role. Do you still play Khalil Herbert in your lineup this week? Mm -hmm.
1: I do. I'm not super confident to do so, but I'm still going to play him as a flex option if I have him on my team. You know, I don't think it matters if it's Foreman or Roshaw Johnson backing him up. It's going to be probably a similar split no matter who the second guy is. It's going to be Khalil Herbert and another guy who's going to probably do a lot of the physical hard work. Herbert wasn't necessarily involved in the passing attack last year. He's a little more involved in the pass attack through camp. We'll see if that kind of translates to the regular season or not. Roshan's got a chance to kind of be that guy who can play you know, multiple downs and be involved, but Khalil Herbert's most explosive running back in his backfield, and I don't think he's going to go anywhere anytime soon. We saw that already in preseason's explosiveness, and that's something they continue to talk about in his offense. So versus Green Bay, a team that notoriously can't tackle and the linebackers or safeties, so I have fun playing Khalil Herbert in my flex option.
2: Yeah, I like that, too. How about DJ Moore, the excitement around DJ Moore, Adam? I got him ranked at wide receiver 18. ECR's got him at 20. His prop for this game, 45 and a half receiving yards. Now, I don't know how great you feel about Chicago's passing game until we actually see it in a real game situation, but I got to think as the new juicy toy is going to be getting featured all over the field that we got to be going over there, No.
0: I think so. Uh, It it would be a little dicier if they put 60, because to your point, uh, I'm not sure what the passing volume is going to be here. Um, But everyone has an incentive right now to feature DJ more, right? This is the the trade they just made is the new toy. Then DJ Moore, He kind of had his down year last year. He's he's trying to show that he's still DJ more, right? So uh, for me, I, I think, all parties involved are kind of eager for DJ Moore to have a big week this week. And, and you know, sometimes things just kind of move towards the easiest path. So I I, I think DJ Moore is going to have a, at least break 45.
2: Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm with you there. We're going to cash that ticket. Uh, good. I
1: was going to say is Jared Alexander is still not allowed to travel and follow the good receivers. Right. So that's where I think DJ Moore is definitely somebody I'm locking in by it. And you know, that seems to be the stupidest thing that Green Bay could possibly do. But if he was fouling around, you know, it, was, it was a pain, but he doesn't. So I like DJ more.
2: Chase is taking the heat over there as the Packers fans is like, yeah, I get it. What am I going to do here? Here's something positive. to Talk about chase. Let's talk about your wide receivers. All right, We're interested in them this week. Christian Watson, I got him at 20. He's at 21. I was going to have him a little bit lower because I wanted the gap between him and Dobbs to be closer, but now all of a sudden Dobbs has his hamstring injury that nobody knew about until like two three days after it happened apparently. Uh, so now Watson, we don't know his, with Dobbs' availability, Watson might be the main guy out there. And this prop, you guys got to jump on this early. These things will change throughout the week. Uh, 45 and a half receiving yards right now for Watson's prop if Dobbs is going to be hindered at all that's a smash on the over are am I, Are you with me
3: if he catches it he could break it on the first play he should have done it last season <laughs> I mean yeah, yeah especially with the Dobbs injury situation coming up here I think you know yeah they drafted Jaden Reed but we haven't seen Jaden Reed really we haven't really seen him in an NFL game yet same with Luke Musgrave it looks like they want to get these guys involved They want to. they want to be able to spread the ball around a lot but Watson, we've seen do it, and, and we've seen, you know, do it well from a fantasy standpoint here. And if Dobbs isn't playing, I think that Watson is, is by default your top option, your lead option, and we've seen before. It only takes him one or two catches to reach 45 and a half. He can reach 46 yards on one shot. Yeah. And it's, it's, not even, it's not even something that would be unexpected or, or, or a shock if he did this on one catch.
2: Yeah, so I'm with you. We're we're cashing the over on that one. Hey, Adam, let's get gross for a second. Because that's why I think of these low end, high end low end tight end ones, high end tight end twos that we always got to talk about who's who should play. <laughs> let's get gross with Colt Komet. I got him ranked at 13. ECR's got him at twelve. The Packers were eighth in fantasy points allowed. They allowed the second least receiving yards to tight ends last year. This thing was brutal. But maybe Colt commits a second target on this team. Maybe he's not. What's your take on him?
0: Yeah, he's one of those guys, right? Similar to a a Jawan Johnson from last year. I I just, I don't know if there's going to be the volume there. I don't know uh, if he's going to have a big day yardage wise. Uh, But if they decide to pass in the red zone, he's going to be the target. So to me, I, I don't know. It's a shot in the dark, but that's what tight end 12 is, right? That's kind of how the position works. So uh, I, I don't know if I would stray too far from that. It's kind of one of those things early in the season. You wait and see, but it is a rough matchup for him.